you've got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's, let's, uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. It's you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit and go fuck yourself and go die. Your toes on the trigger. And he's here to help you keep from pulling it. This is episode 096 of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I am your host, Daniel Ripples. And this week is a little bit off format. I actually went on the Everyone Has a Podcast show. Podcast podcast show with Adam and uh, we had a really good talk we talked about politics and the dating scene of 2017 which we all know I know everything about and uh, it was a pretty good time so that's what's going to be the episode this week and when we come back next week I'll be large and in charge with uh, Nicole with the Q and the lovely Courtney 3000 enjoy Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? This is Everyone Has a Podcast. I'm Adam. No Brian with me. That's why you didn't hear his big trademark, one could say, Uh, like rolling intro. Hey, that that little thing he does. I'm not going to do his thing. He's kind of like a dopey dog. Kind of like a dopey dog. So you don't get dopey dog tertiary details, Brian. In fact, the voice that you're hearing right now in your goddamn ears, aside from mine just now, was Daniel Reffles of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. Uh, is it close enough? How do you pronounce? Let's get that out of the way. I must. I don't know why that name is so hard for me. It's hard for everybody. You know, if I had a dollar for every time my name was mispronounced or misspelled, I'd be a rich, rich person. I'd be a, like a thousandaire. It'd be great. Um, I. Uh, it's just Reffles. The H is Ripples. just the re- the H is just kind of just taking up space, living on the couch, and not paying any rent. God damn it. So this whole time, J- Daniel Reppels. Okay. There you go. Yeah. It's... That actually works. Yeah. Not Reffles, Reffles. I've had people throw a T in there. I've had people throw all kinds of random letters. If I get a bill in the mail and there's a, it's spelled wrong, I just won't pay the bill because it's not me. Dude. And I think that is the right of every person out there that if they fuck up your name, you, you get to be like, uh-uh. Like, nope. You're wrong. Like, uh, here's 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 a question for you to get this thing fucking right off the uh, right off to the races. I'm not sure how this works down in, uh, in in the United States of America. Uh, up here, if a if a police officer uh, misspells your name, tickets void. It's fucking moot. If they misspell your name or they miss uh, uh, they don't write your address correctly, uh, right down to the T. Like they got to pull everything right off your license. If they fuck up even a single letter, it's thrown out of court. I, I've heard that it's that way at least in California where I'm from. 
I've heard that that is a thing. If they do the wrong address, they do the wrong name, like you can instantly get it dismissed. Absolutely, yeah, which I think is uh, is, is kind of cool. So I always try and like fuck up my shit a little bit. Just keep it a little, like have a fingernail scrape in the fucking license just so that they change, you know, a T to an I or an F or something like that and they fuck it up. Uh, do every little know. bit counts. You got to do every little bit. And then you can uh, just speed I, all over the town. You just got to make yeah, sure none exactly. of the, not all the cops become privy to it because then you that's, fuck it up. That's true. I should, probably shouldn't even be talking about it on this podcast. Oh, my. Uh, that's not good practice. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. Ha, 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 don't all your cops up there right on like moose and stuff? You know, you'd be surprised how few of them actually do. Uh, it's not a lot. The numbers are maybe at one time, but I think it's dwindling. I think if you go to our nation's capital, uh, you'll see uh, you'll see mounted police uh, and they ride horses. But other than that, it's only ceremonially uh, and uh, for the most part, no, is, is I guess my answer to for some reason, a question I took very serious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's okay. We have we have um, horse cops, not horse cocks. We have horse okay. cops up, uh, down here as well. I don't. I never have understood why. You only see them at like parades and random events, but they're just you know on horseback, just clopping around. It does seem like a weird extra duty to be like, listen, you're to serve and protect, and to get very used to riding a horse. What? Why? Why does that matter? Well, I don't know either, because you're supposed to. I don't know. We need like eight of you. I don't know. I don't know why. And, we then eight we, of you. and then we pay stabling fees for all these horses that just sit in a stable. We feed them. You know, we take care of them like, you know, because horses are fucking expensive. They're really fucking expensive. And so you have these counties that are in the middle of cities because I'm from San Diego and they have horses and they're in downtown San Diego with fucking horses. I don't understand it. Shitting I'm all sure over the place. I'm sure the horses don't even, they're probably like, why the fuck am I like, this isn't what I'm used to. Like, no, we made him a really nice stable. I'm not used to that either. What the fuck are we doing here? I want well, to live in a rural area with cowboys that fuck me in the ass. Yeah, exactly. Put me back with my people. Put me back with my people. There's a reason horses can run fast. We can just outrun people. That's all we ever needed to do. Cause for some reason, when it comes to putting a dick in an animal, we're number one on the list. I don't know why as a horse. It's a hard thing. Yeah, it's I don't know. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because they run. It's like the thrill of the chase. Because a cheetah can outrun us, but like you would never want to fuck a cheetah. Because you don't you, know what it will do when it turns around. No, no, you wouldn't. Like if you got if you put the run on a cheetah, you'd feel pretty good until it went, wait, why do this guy's gonna faint if I just look at him? Like he's gonna be fucked. But I think a horse is like you can trick them. I don't know. Is that the thing? Hey, lead them to water. <laughs> they'll, yeah. Then they'll do the rest. Here's a carrot for your front and a carrot for your back. Boom, baby. <laughs> Here you go, horsey. Yeah, you go. Saddle up there. Oh. Uh, yeah, it, it just why? Why are we fucking horses, man? I mean, not us. <laughs> well, I, not I, me. I don't. I won't speak for you. You have your own. I'm not going to hate on your get down. We're not going to speak. We're not going to speak on each other's uh, preferences sexually. But I'm just going to say I, I keep them to bipedal uh, things, species like kangaroos. I'll fuck a kangaroo. You need to be able to walk on two legs before you get my dick in you, dude. If you can fuck a, if you can manage to fuck a kangaroo, like you earn my respect. Just because those things are fucking vicious. If you can get it to like sub submit to you enough to put your dick in it, I think you deserve it. I don't think well, it should be illegal. 
here's my game plan. All right now, I know if anybody's listening who's a big fan of animals, you're probably not going to like this. Uh, but here's what you do: um, you nail its feet to the floor, and then you slide <laughs> under it like you're changing the oil on a dirt bike, and uh, you just let it do the work. The thing's going to try and hop away. It's doing all the work, and uh, just watch out for that tail. I guess I don't know. I why am I advocating for the fucking of kangaroos? Oh, that's a perfect plan, though. I, how long have you thought that out for? Honestly, that just came to my mind surprisingly fast. I have yeah. never put thought into it before today. <laughs> this minute, even. That's, uh, man, just imagine what you can actually do with your life if you actually put some thought into it. You know, it, that just proves that, yeah, the human mind is a marvel. Uh, I should try and steer that same, like creative like uh, a spontaneity into something else because i think it, it could go, i could go places i'll say that like making money you know supporting your family stuff like that i really should but that stuff i find is so boring and so plotting yeah like really the more like really how much do you need you bleed me dry over here jesus. you ate yesterday you ate more food jesus with these kids uh <laughs> the goldfish uh, aren't real the goldfish aren't real what are you doing? You're breaking me down. I don't like it. Uh, actually, here's a here's a good question for you, uh, for you, Daniel. Uh, in, in what what is it in life that you th- that you think like what what motivates you in life? I guess is a good way to put a question. Um, is there is there something that like if if you didn't have to work and sustain a living, like what is it that would what would you put all your focus and energy into netflix and chill netflix and chill yeah i was actually just talking to a friend about this today i was like fuck man like i wish i like i wish i could just not go to work like ever again and just just do whatever i wanted you know like uh what's that movie office space what would you do i would do whatever the hell i wanted like that's what i would i would do two chicks at the same time two chicks at the same time oh okay yeah and you you really do want your fucking you really want the world you're like the tony montana of podcasting right now you the fucking world is yours you want to clutch it in your hands your palms even mostly the palm it's funny because that that question is like i've been thinking that same question to myself for like a week so you're like helping me get back into my little existential crisis i've been having you know this is like my break from that and then you just brought me right back into it so thanks for that Cool, man. Let's live in the moment together. I want to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight with you because I kind of want to talk about it, too. I think, like, okay, let's play a little hypothetical uh, fucking situation here. Like, now, if if let's just say, for some reason, in the developed, privileged world we're living in, that a universal livable income was achieved. And I know this sounds so socialist and so new ideas that it's probably scaring, you know, GE right now at, at this very moment some whatever telepathic they have working for them to make sure that new thoughts and ideas aren't created is probably freaking them the fuck it's out it's a station by. on jupiter actually that's picking oh. up the signal yeah okay very interesting yeah. um, see we got to go down in the down deep in the rabbit hole of uh, a conspiracy here pretty soon but what i want what i want to ask is this now let's just say that um uh, okay you you didn't you didn't you never had to work there's a universal livable income you could take that income you can you can you can dwell in a space you can feed and nourish your body and yeah you can gasp your car you you get the basic bare necessities of sort of a north american privileged lifestyle like what beyond that do you do like do you strive for more do you go well i want to have 
a hundred. I want to have infinity plus one. You know, he that guy has infinity. I want infinity plus two now. Like, do you still try and one up each other? Like, is that the way that is there still going to be people motivated beyond basic living? You know, the the essentials. That's a good question. I I know that I kind of am just because like the base shit just bores me. Even though like I should be incredibly grateful that I have it. I'm not because I'm like, oh, what hobby do I need today? Like, I need a new hobby and it has to be expensive and it has to be pointless. You know, like there has to be no point to it that if all my everything that I have that sustains me goes away, uh, this won't sustain me either. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, that's a fair point. I think we do become very like I try to like I try to uh, uh, officiate myself a little bit better. I try to be on top of what I'm doing and what I'm putting out there into the world, I, as much as a person can. Every every now and again, I lose myself for a few months into something stupid, but uh, I really try to go, whoa, whoa, what, do I, what am I wanting here? What am I wanting here? Because I could go like this, and this actually really happened. Uh, recently, I was thinking about, you know what? I want to get to some, to a simpler way of life. I want to sort of shed any extra shit that I have, and not to the point of becoming somebody from that minimalist documentary, uh, but... To, to to I want to camp. I just want to camp. I don't need to save up for these fucking exotic vacations that I've never taken, by the way. But I can camp. I can rough it. I'll be out there in the world. And, you know, within the span of a week, that went from, I mean, I, if I'm going to get a tent, how often am I going to be replacing it? Th- you know, for the price of a tent, I could probably pay off a trailer, a decent trailer, a modest trailer uh, to tow around. And then as I started looking at these trailers, they just got bigger and bigger, and to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to be happy unless it has three slides and two doors on it. Like, what the fuck? How did that get so out of hand? Next thing you know, you're fucking riding around in a blimp. That's exactly where it was headed. I guarantee you. I was kind of looking at, like, well, I know motorhomes are expensive. They're like a mortgage, but a lot of people own two houses. Like, fuck you, me. Like, what are you doing right now? It's this, it's because it's there. It's the availability. I find that if, if you know something exists that, that's better than what you have, and you're the type of person with the propensity to chase it, you just will. And I find that too. And I really try to go – I try to use like history, like like uh, what is that, like historic results, yeah. uh, past results to, to – you know, I try to use those as indicators to let – me, let me see – let me try and look back into, into, into my previous you know experience here. What are some things that I've wanted, attained, and went, wow, this is actually surprisingly bullshit? And there's a long list. It's pretty much all of it, usually. There's... It's a, a bigger TV? Is that going to make me happy? No, before I knew it, I'm going, it's not curved. Like, <laughs> why the fuck? Does that matter that it's curved? No. Like, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> no. Because it exists, I want it. But when I, I'd be happy with it. I should have say held out for a curved one. Well, and then then you start rationalizing. Well, like you know, then I could sit around with my family and watch all these great movies, and and we we can build memories in this living room with this TV. And then you get the TV, and it's on, and your kid says something, and you're like, "Shut the fuck up!" And you're not letting them talk, and and you're just ruining your family life. And the next thing you know, you're divorced, and your kids are gone, and the house is you know gonna be foreclosed, and you're living in a dumpster, and it's just all bad. It's just all bad. Dude, all because you wanted a curved fucking TV. Holy shit, thank God I didn't pull the trigger on that. Holy fuck. That's what I'm here for. Uh, dude, thank God for pulling me away from that. Yeah, hey, hey, there's a little tie-in. Hey, everybody. Uh, like I have mentioned this at the top of the show, but Daniel Repples is the host of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. 
we were uh, we were fortunate enough to be on his show. Uh, geez, a month ago, two months ago, I don't know. Time goes by three, too fast. four, three whatever. months ago, whatever, four, six. Yeah, it was a while back. And uh, I guess it's, it's probably a good time now for you to explain. Uh, how would you def- describe your show to uh, what's the elevator pitch on your show? Oh man, the ele- don't listen to it. No, <laughs> that's what I have to tell most people. Cause like, I try not to like bring my show up among certain people, especially people I work with. And somehow they find out like, Oh, what's your show called? Like, how do I get, how do I listen? I was like, you don't like, it's just, it, I don't even, it doesn't even get published. Like don't even bother with it. It's just a little project I do, but um, I record them and save them and they never go anywhere. And so then I just listen at night and cry and masturbate. Like, that's just what I do with them. Like, don't hate me in my life. Like a functional <clears throat> human being or Steve Carell. That's what I do. <laughs> So my show, it started off just kind of like toe on the trigger being a metaphor for like just like blowing society out of the back of your head, you know, and just saying fuck everything and just making fun of just all the bullshit, political correctness and all that and having a good time, you know, talking almost like a lot of them are supposed to be like curb your enthusiasm type uh, situations, you know, or Seinfeld where it's like. Like, you know, it really grinds my gears kind of a thing, you know, and just some little nuance about people. And then now it's kind of devolved into, like, we're going to talk about people that we fucked all day long. Well, dude, I could, first of all, first off, I could say, uh, yeah, uh, just sign me up because, yes, I enjoy listening to people talking about fucking. But one thing that does, draw, I think your show stands out in a very significant way because toe on the trigger, I, I kind of felt like it'd be the longest audio suicide note ever. When I first just seen the name and the yeah, artwork, fuck I went, fuck 13 oh. reasons why, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is going to be so many more reasons. There's going to be hours of reasons. But like you say, and I, you start listening to the show and you hear exactly what you're talking about. Like, it is very sort of, uh, I guess, against sort of, I guess, the, the modern interpretation of the establishment, which, you know, is uh, this sort of leftist control that you know they it's like a power struggle more than anything i shouldn't say it's control but they're fighting they're jockeying for position and 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 whenever i say like fuck the leftists i i am also saying fuck the people on the right hardcore as well the shitty thing about society now is everything has shifted so far to the left that anything in the center is now like alt-right you know what i mean like there's everything is so far left that the middle even the middle of the scale is on the left you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. You're very, very right. Like people say, I'm kind of centrist. Are you really? Let's sit down and fucking you conservative hash it out. fuck. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, conservative piece of shit. And then the people <laughs> on the right are just as fucking nuts, though. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, that is just. Uh, there's been a highlighter put to that with the recent election that's gone on down there. Now you live in San Diego, California. That is. California is known as a is a very leftist place. There, yes. that was a blue state, right? Yes, very blue. As blue as fucking probably New York, as I guess. Blue as my like balls on a standard Wednesday night. Yes, perfect. So that's fucking blue for for anybody who's not in the know. Now, uh, what was it like being somebody who uh, I'm going to go on let me say does not buy into this horseshit based on what I've heard? Uh, you know your your kind of points of view. You don't buy into this horseshit one side or the other. So uh, maybe a true centrist, in, in, in fact. But uh, what was it like in, I guess, what was it like after that election? That whole election gave me cancer. 
it was a it was brutal. I mean, it the was the whole thing. I mean, like I couldn't usually. I won't. I don't want to say usually because when we had our last election with you know Obama, his his last term, like I wasn't really paying that much attention to politics. But um, this one, like I was really paying attention, and I I knew that like the third party candidate, you know, for Libertarian Gary Johnson, like he wasn't going to make it. For one, he's third party. For two, he's wishy washy. He's not really like. You know, he doesn't stand for anything. He's just kind of like, what do you want me to say? You know, and I, no one needs that, you know, but so I was like, okay, I need to find someone on the right or the left that I can kind of stand behind. And then there were some people on the right that I was like, okay, like I, I can get that. Donald Trump was not one of them. And then there were people on the left. There was like five. There was five fucking five people on the left, all fucking goofballs, just incredibly incompetent people. Like you could tell that they knew who they wanted. So they just gave you no other choice except for Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders is way too fucking socialist for me. But then when it got down to those three, when I just started seeing Republicans dropping off, just bam, 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 and it was still fucking Donald Trump, I started getting really scared, terrified, really. And then it was to the point where it was three people. It was Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, and Bernie Sanders. And I was like, okay, I need, and Gary Johnson. And I, I had to make a decision. I mean, I voted for Gary Johnson because fuck the establishment and because it doesn't really matter for popular vote in America anyways because of the Electoral College. I'm sorry I'm taking over your show here. No, no, hit I'm me just, with it, dude. I'm, I'm loving fucking, this. I'm fucking going. But uh, I didn't want Donald Trump because he's a fucking, he's just, he's a narcissist. He's terrible with foreign policy. He's a terrible diplomat. He doesn't know how to talk to people. You know, people use the whole, well, he's a businessman. Yeah, but we're not a business. We're a fucking nation. You know what I mean? That- that was the number one dumb thing that I heard. And I mean, I I, I don't know how, how uh, I think it would surprise, I think it would surprise a lot of Americans to know how engaged Canada was in the United States election, way more so than our most recent election that we've had in Canada. I, I think people need to be more surprised and even scared how much more Canada, people from Canada know about America in, just in general. Than the the average American population, not scared, but just sad. Like holy fuck! Like our hat knows more about us than we do. You know? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> the hat. I love. I love the fact that hey, if we're gonna keep any head warm, it's gonna be the growing head that is America. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> but you know, it's funny you mention that because I think if you flip the if you flip the scale. It'd be the same thing. I mean, if we were the media epicenter of the world, which the United States is. Everybody'd be tuning into our shit, but I mean, if you've watched any Canadian programming for any duration of time, you'd realize why can, can Americans aren't generally more. Like, I don't first know. Of there all, is, look, you guys have the Red Green Show, or had the Red Green ah, Show. That is true. We did have the Red Green Show, very very popular Canadian TV <laughs> that I don't think I've ever watched more than four minutes straight of. I'm that sure it was great. Could, it could very well be, but I just brought up on. 100% USDA certified American television. I found, I don't know why. And, and to, to Canadian television's credit, it's kind of come around a little bit. We've had a few breakout hits. Uh, I mean, at least I could say most people know what the fuck Degrassi is. Another show I never watched. That was the Canadian? Trailer, I didn't even know that. That was Canadian, yeah, yeah. The Trailer oh. Park Boys, it's kind of permeated some of the United States. Oh, Trailer Park Boys, that's you know, that's kind of a Canada I thing. I thought that but, was American. Oh no shit! Okay, yeah, no, it, so I don't know. They're fucking up in East Coast Canada. Yeah, they're uh, we got some crazy Canadians to do some crazy Canadian shit. But the point of the matter is, it does not hold a candle to what the fuck's happening down in the United States for media. It is, I mean, 
and like I don't like to be the the foreigner who's kind of uh, condescendingly talking about America because I hear that too much and I go, yeah, you know, fuck you. Every country's got some problems. United States is probably one of the most flamboyant countries, I'd say. Like their colors just bleed. And I think that's we're like that. We're like that fag that you didn't invite to the party that just shows up, you know, and, and it's like a quiet dinner party. And he shows up. Hey, what are you doing, bitches? Yeah. Oh, my God. What is this music? This is terrible. I'm going to go grab my mix. I'm going to grab my mix. I'm going to turn this party around. I'm going to turn this 12 to a six. I'm, I'm going to literally drop a bomb on this party. This party is going to be decimated. It's going to be <laughs> terrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, that means good. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I, I mean, know. good for me. Maybe not I for mean, you. Great for me, anyways. At the end of the night, it's not going to be good for you. You're going to be gonna in be the, the bathroom one. vomiting. You're going to be putting out a fire in your kitchen and calling me an Uber that I won't take. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be crazy. I mean, like, I'm, I don't know. I always turn to the guy from the, whatever the fuck that band was that sang Love Shack. I was, that's my gay guy. <laughs> the B-52s. Like, the B-52s. I don't even think that uh, guy's gay, is he? I mean, his anuses. <laughs> if he ain't his fucking... His bottle is taking a few like the cookie monster on a fucking sleeve of Oreos. Had to have. I'm just saying that. Could be a straight guy. No, I got three kids. What are you talking about? That's my wife, Gloria. She's great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like... You know what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go do my favorite pastime. I'm going to grill some steaks and chop down some trees. I do some lumberjack shit. What? <laughs> sure. That's perfect. I mean, you should write their next album. My, my mind's open enough to believe that, I guess. I don't know. I, don't, I, I honestly don't know his sexual preference, but I, w- I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, yeah, no, he's gay. Like, it's common knowledge. I just don't follow the B-52s. I just thought he was straight. I don't know. You know what? You know what? You're probably in the majority of people who don't follow the B-52s at this point. I think they peaked around the Flintstones movie. Hey, that's that songs. That's when they peaked? I thought they had already been done. Weren't they in the 80s? Like the mid to late 80s? Oh, fair. You're actually right, because Love Shack was before they did The Simpsons. They were on their roller coaster ride. They're still touring, uh, though. Fucking God bless them. But so is Smash Mouth, so that's not really saying much. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, you know, you could fill a bingo hall. I guess you could still technically tour, so... <laughs> Uh, that's fair. Um, oh my God! Why did we get so fucking twisted, turned upside yeah, down? Yeah, we were talking about uh, politics. We were talking about some really serious, world-changing, introspective shit right here, and uh, we decided to go off on a fun tangent. What's wrong with us? Is this a comedy show? <laughs> no, this is serious. <laughs> this is a very serious show. So, um, you kind of got to walk around the wastelands of a post-Trump election, as I guess we were talking about, and but to see. A majority left sort of uh, reaction to the election was it as bad as it was painted? Like it just made it seem like there were people lying in the streets, like a plane had crashed into a fucking church. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be because you know I sat up and I watched the election all night and I I sat up convinced that um, Hillary Clinton was going to win because she had it rigged. Remember, so right, so she was going to win it. So as the numbers started coming in and all, I'm like, oh, I see what she's, I see the game she's playing. She wants, you know, she wants Donald Trump to get a couple numbers so it doesn't look sketchy as fuck, you know. And then he fucking wins, and I remember just sitting there looking at the screen and saying, oh my fucking god, like it. I literally said, you know, you know, being cliche, like it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine, you know, kind of a thing. But I would have right. said it no matter who won. 
but it was I was so surprised because I up to that point I was already surprised he was in the fucking as the person he was the the Republican person and then the fact that he actually won and afterwards I thought oh my god like people are going to be just distraught running in the streets naked burning buildings and I mean everyone just kind of went to this sucks but I mean I gotta fucking make a paycheck you know you, you, absolutely true, yeah. Because and Brian and I, it's a common thing that comes up on the show when we talk about anybody who's taking the world and the intricacies that run it too seriously. Is that those people shouldn't exist? Because at the end of the day, we all need to fucking pay rent. Like, um, I, it comes up a lot when we mention these these z zem zer he the pronouns, the gender neutral pronouns, the fucking crazy bullshit that's going on there. Is anybody who's saying? is worrying about paying fucking rent. Like I got fucking uh, two cell phone payments behind. Yeah. I don't have a time. Like, those, that's... those people are usually on welfare, collecting food stamps, or they're living with like their parents or somebody who's supporting them because they have way too much time to be going out there screaming about it. Then, you know, I have a fucking job. Like as much as I'd love to go out there and be an activist for something, cause there are a lot of things politically that I am very passionate about. I'm also very passionate about eating food. And like sleeping in my bed, you know, like I'm very passionate about those things. Dude, eating food is 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 probably it's so great. It's easily my in my top five. I'll say that. Definitely, um, yeah. I, easily in my top five. But with it this comes uh, with before this, breathing. So. Yeah, exactly. Like if I'm inhaling, it's there's usually food coming in with the air. I try to do both. Um, I facilitate the need for air and nutrients alike. <laughs> Um, well, the, 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 and I guess, I guess what I was trying to get out with the, uh, the whole Trump thing is, and you hit it very well by saying it wasn't near as bad as everyone kind of said, because like people at the end of the day kind of had to go to work, but you, you are still living in this. These are the electoral, the, this is the results of the election. Nobody, you have no choice, but to go, well, well, that's our I system. Guess, I guess this is the dish. I mean, whatever will be, will be. And I mean, on the bright side, like my 401k went up 6%. So fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that is extremely huge because that's the that's retirement down there, right? Yeah. That's yeah. The big, yeah, the 401k. Uh, that is, uh, well, fuck. I mean, the, the, the 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 stock market did jump up i mean a lot of people had to bubble and uh trump and i mean it is definitely a bubble it's always a bubble though i mean for someone to say that our economy is a bubble is like yeah i mean that's what the american economy is and always has been it's a fucking it's it goes on an economic cycle of you know going up and then going down and then going up and then going down eventually this bubble will pop so but hey right now it's going up so yay you know what that's a very i've never really thought of that but you're fucking so right like the people go like this is normal market conditions. The, these are peaks and valleys. You're gonna have those. These are spikes. But what we're worried about is the bubbles. Why? What happens in a bubble? Well, it goes up and then, and then it comes it, down. It comes crashing down. You're like, oh, okay. Well, what about what's a what's a peak and a valley? Then well, it goes up, but it comes down. But it's not called a bubble. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I think the bubble is more like because of a trend. Instant? Because yeah, no. because of like. Because they had like the dot com bubble in like the late two thousands or the late nineties, you know, because you know dot com was the big thing, so everyone was throwing all their money in the dot com, and then that bubble fucking burst, and then the next bubble was the real estate bubble. Everyone was throwing all their money into real estate because all the mortgages were being given to people that didn't fucking couldn't afford them, and so then that fucking bubble burst. So I think this is like the Trump bubble of like everybody's just throwing their money in the economy because they think because Donald Trump is president, he's going to stimulate everything and make everything better, make America great again, you know. And so once America's not great, that bubble's going to fucking pop. 
And I mean, you could probably predict that at some point or another, America's going to be not great again for a little while before it's great again. And, and, and that is, I mean, again, was it ever great though? Like let's, I mean, it's, it's been nice. I mean, let's make America cool again, I guess. I don't know. Like when, I mean, we're great because of how much progress we made to go from like a bunch of little, like dirty, disgusting colonists to like the number one country, like, you know, economic power and just power in the world. Like, okay, I guess that's great in the terms of like size. You know, I could take a great shit, but it doesn't make it like a good shit. You know what I mean? It just hurts. That's fair. That's true. It does. It, it makes it makes the bum bum go owies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I fucking man. I, I I that's goddamn. I feel like I've actually gained a lot of kind of new perspective on uh, the the election. I because I, yeah, we've always kind of viewed it as. Uh, I mean, what we see for the most part is we just see a game of of pong going on. The longest game of pong ever. We watch the ball get batted back and forth. We watch political sides change in power and the kind of the same thing happens up here in canada we got the same we give them different names like you guys have the republicans and the democrats and up here we have the conservatives and the liberals and they're all essentially it's the, the, yeah, it's the same thing it's the same thing but we just address them differently and then that's why when people have the audacity to wag their finger at like i don't know what's going on down there do you realize there's 300 plus million of them down there do you fucking realize like how many people, like, how the fuck do you expect them to run that shit efficiently? Now, the number one answer would be get somebody in there who isn't, you know. Donald Trump. You know, <laughs> Donald Trump. Well, let's, not, let's do that for a start. But, I mean, to just to make it seem so easy, yeah. maybe it is. Maybe it is, but. Um, I mean, it, it, it's going to take a lot. there To make America what I think a lot of people voted for Donald Trump let me reword that the people who voted for Donald Trump have a vision of what they think America is. And I mean, let's not think totally socially because a lot of them are bigoted fucks and a lot of them aren't. They just don't give a shit about, you know, who you put your dick in. Like they don't care. But like what their idea of what America is, uh, Donald Trump maybe like has the intention of giving them that, but it's not going to be a president that's going to do it. It's going to take an entire overhauling of government from the local level up, not from the federal level down, because what America was built on was not a big federal government. So they're fucking it all up, thinking that a president's going to fix this when they should be yeah, worried about their fucking mayor, their city councilman, their delegates in the state, you know, people like that. Yeah, they should they should really be keeping an eye on it. I mean, I know this sounds so it's a trope and it sounds so overplayed, but people should really be paying attention to where the fuck influence is coming from, what influence is doing they should really like be paying attention to the money. And I think America is becoming, I think not just America, I think everybody in the developed nations are becoming very, I'm going to use the term woke to, to, to the way the world, they're kind of seeing the patterns that our grandfathers bitched about and the fathers before them kind of stood behind and, 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 you know, more or less protected. Like they were, I dare you to defy what we got. We're kind of figuring out that it's like, yeah, it might have been fine back then, but it went off the rails at some point. We're at that juncture where it's gone off the rails. So uh, let's let's try and figure out exactly why money is such a big part of influence. Like, wh why do we allow money to be the blood in this cir circulatory system? Because th th that's not a clean way to live. That's not a. That's not. A, that's not. Uh, uh, what's the What's the word that I'm trying to trying to use here? Like, uh, for lack of a better term, that's not a. Uh, um, Good I'm motivator, I guess. I'm gonna do some editing here. 
I was going to say holistic. It's not holistic. It's not a um, having merit. Fuck me. I'm terrible here. No, you're uh, trying to say like, like it holds no, like it really holds no weight because it has no like power kind of. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really it, just pieces of paper. But it, there's no, it's the, it's the, t- the tainted nature to it. The efficacy is not there. The, uh, I'm going to fucking wake up at 3 a.m. and blurt this word out before having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? Maybe, maybe I, I need to collect my thoughts uh, on this whole thing um, before we try to even venture. To, like, this is me trying to speak at a level that I'm not used to speaking. So let's, this is what we're going to do. We're going to jump into a, a crisp pick, and we're going to come back witches. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Adam. And we encourage you to come listen to a very special program. A podcast, unlike anything you've heard before. Right, Brian? What? No, dude. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. What's our show about? We talk about comedy, sports, science, topical news, meat hunting, music, podcasting, Matthew McConaughey, vision, health and fitness, horse cocks, technical difficulties, buffaloes, popular culture, maybe a little too much about the Asians. Aw, y'all army so cute and tiny. Edits. Check us out on Twitter at Podcast. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, or through our website, www.ehappodcast.com. Contact us directly through ehappodcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe on YouTube under ehappodcast. We're also on Facebook and Grindr. Really? We're on Facebook? I think so. Hey, you ready to record our podcast? Yeah, no, I... I'll be with you in a minute. I'm just trying to catch up on Toe and the Trigger podcast right now. Daniel? Well, Adam, we gotta record Everyone Has a Podcast. Yeah, no, I know that, but I'm really just trying to listen and I'm trying to let people know that you can find them at their website, toeonthetrigger.com, or if you want to look them up on Twitter, it's at toeonthetrigger. I just, I really need to get this done, Brian. And I'm, and I'm really deep into listening to this episode. It's so fucking good. You got an extra jack? Yeah, buddy, plug in. Plug in. We back! It's uh, it's Adam and Daniel. Of what the up? Toe on the Trick podcast. Boy, oh man, I was just about to ask you that. Shit. <laughs> I beat so you I'm to feeling, it. Boy, I'm feeling ignorant. Blow! Uh, <laughs> Coming in hot you know? today. You're, you're, you're in a high mood today. I like it. Right now, the energy is at an all-time high because I've been – I'm not going to lie to you. I have three seasons of wiling out that I've been watching in my downtime, uh, or DT as they would say. And uh, let me tell you, it's got me revved up in a very hip-hop type way, man. I have no idea what that is, but I'm very happy for you. All you need to know is this. It's Nick Cannon. <laughs> so he's, need to... he's one of the brothers, right? He is a – oh, he's a brother, man. He's not my brother, but he's somebody's brother. <laughs> And that's all that matters to me. Um, so he, here's what I wanted to ask you. It's getting into real talk. Why we're wiling out? We're just a couple fellows wiling out. Um, here's a question. So you're 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 single man, correct? Yeah, yeah. What I wanted to get into is I I love getting uh, a perspective of the single man because I to be honest with you don't know too many of them in my personal life. They kind of get weeded out when you get married, you have kids, you start hanging around with similar ilk. So you kind of lose touch with the plight of the the single man. Um, 
and I kind of wanted to ask you about that. What is the dating scene like? I mean, for a lot of people, they'll be like, well, duh, like we're single, but fuck them. They're going to get schooled on your perspective on it. Dude, the dating scene sucks. Um, I don't really have, I'm terrible at dating. I have only fucked with like dating apps because this is, you know, this is 2017. You can't actually just like meet people in a normal place and ask them on a date because that would just be, you know, too 1998. You know what I mean? It'd be, it probably would it would it would it freak him out if you're like um I don't even know what he wants I don't know what his motives are he didn't even give me his Snapchat he just wants to go for coffee what is he fucking planning Yeah, anytime I I think anytime I've ever asked a girl on a date like in person or said anything like it's always been really weird like I get looked at like I'm some kind of like I'm going to I am definitely 100% going to rape her. Huh. That's the look. I'm not actually going to do that. That's just the look I get. That's and I, and uh, okay, to the ladies out there, to their credit, that's probably not the vibe that they want. Um, I, it could, it could world, be the vibe I'm getting. I'm giving. They're just like, dude, this fucking creepy ass guy, dude. He's gonna rape me. Well, do you find you're like, are you a pretty forward type person when it comes to that? Like, are you just like, let's cut the shit. Hey, would you like to go grab a slice? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't use that word, um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, cause it's not nineteen eighty six. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I'm I I like to think I'm pretty straightforward with stuff. I like right out of the gate, and maybe if if I don't even want to like go out with the person, I'm just straightforward with my attitude about like things that I believe in and my feelings about things, you know. So I'm never just like. Like, hey, what's up? I'm Daniel. What's up? Uh, you want to go out sometime? And then I take them somewhere, and I'm just like, zing, what's up, everybody? I'm Daniel. Oh, right. And you know what? It's funny that you met because you give off that vibe that you would be a very cut the bullshit. I'm going to use the word cynical. I think we might share a little bit of cynicism between us. Like, I'm, I find myself to be a very cynical person, but I just lack that single guy sort of perspective on it. Like, I'm cynical and I'm married. So everything I say is almost going to be compounded because I don't have to do it. Like I don't have to go out and date. I don't have to go fuck around with apps. They, they interest me. It kind of makes me seem like, ooh, w- would that have been the the better the better route of of having an app when I wanted to date? But then I kind of really think about it. I go, that can't be. There's something about meeting somebody organically that I don't. I, there, it's there's too much DNA. There's too much. Uh, longevity behind it let's be honest i mean all of our fucking ancestors met in a fucking shrub somewhere and fucked like to the point that we're you know replace that shrub with a shitty restaurant you're meeting somebody but the idea that it can be done more efficiently on an app is always like i remember when online dating first kind of hit you know the the mainstream it was this really weird thing everybody was really like he met her online, like, um, red flag much? Like, everybody had that approach to it. It seems so weird. And now everybody's like, where'd you meet Okay Cupid? You know, where'd you meet Plenty of Fish? Tinder? If, if a relationship meets, if they meet on, like, Okay Cupid or Plenty of Fish, I'm like, okay, like, that's cool. I can hang with that. Like, you wanted to find a girlfriend and you didn't want to pay any money. Like, more power to you. Like, I dig that. And I've seen a lot of people get married. But when they're like, I met my girlfriend on Tinder, I'm like, you guys ain't going to stay together. This is going to be short term. This is going to be short fucking term. Oh, definitely. And, and I feel the same way because there is, it's not organic. It's almost like I think this is the way I feel. I feel that, like, I felt when I met my, the, the, the lady who is now my wife, I felt like. There was months of interaction. By the way, I've like, seen I've seen pictures of both of you. 
you got fucking lucky, dude. Because I mean, oh. you were not a looker when she first met you. Oh fuck, dude! No, was <laughs> I, I? I was not, man. I was like, I looked like I was. Uh, uh, you look like, like when you had sex, like you did so in a very high pitched like squeal. Like, oh god! <laughs> oh fuck! Oh Jesus! Oh, I'm gonna come! I'm gonna come! Mm. That's so like just the most unattractive that- sex ever. So she must really like you. She she really does. She absolutely. Uh, we get along famously. It's so crazy. Like I hate getting too. Like I don't know why I feel like that. It's uh, it's a misstep to get real about like my because like, I think my real feelings tend to fall into that world of what people would consider like oh that's just a made up world of sappiness. But I will say this: as long as we've been together, the bond has grown stronger. It just has. And of course, by bond, I mean. Daniel Craig is the superior Bond. Every time they added, no, uh, it's just it's gotten better. We understand each other more every fucking few years, and it's a really cool thing that I don't like shoving people's face. I just kind of tell people this is what I this is what I tell people. All right, this is my uh, based on my minimal experience in the dating world. I can only go by the results thereafter in saying if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna go with somebody, think about it. Like you're buying a vehicle, okay? Now, I know that might sound a little shallow, a little vapid. I totally on, get that. I, I compare most things with cars, so I, I'm following you here. Good, cool. I'm glad, okay, I'm glad you're along for that. I say this. Picture it's like a car, right? But instead of like taking the financing over five years, it's over 40 years. So you make good and sure you're buying the fucking car that is going to be your fucking car 40 years from now. Like, that is what the the golden objective here is to find a soulmate. You're looking for that longevity. So you better make sure that you're not making any compromises. Like, uh, and this is the number one that I see and I've saw in so many relationships. I've seen, sorry. I've seen, I fuck that up every time. God damn it, Adam. Uh, this is what I've seen in so many relationships. I mean... He smokes, and I didn't. That fucking leave. I mean, uh, am, 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 am I being that cut and dry? Is this eugenics? No, it's not. But don't fucking compromise because is that it? Well, I mean, he does that, and he's kind of weird with my friends. Okay, there's two. You have a world population of out there. You have billions of people. You your mind can't even fathom how many people are out there. Do not fucking settle with the 30 you've maybe met online. And I, I mean, he's the best so far. Date another fucking 30. But uh, then, filter your results better. I agree with that. But then it gets to the point of like what, like, because you, you have to compromise on certain things. There are certain things where like, you're like, eh, I don't, I don't like that it, too much. So you have to, you have to realize like what's okay and what's not like the smoking thing that, that you mentioned, like. That that's kind of a big deal, you know what I mean? Because if they're not going to quit, then you know they could potentially just die on you, like long well, and, and terrible. But like with something like oh he acts weird with my friends, that's that's something a conversation could fix. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's very true. It is very true. And I know I know what you're saying. And I know and I guess I was using smoking as an example, but there would probably be much hard long, more hard line sort of foundation, uh, better founded, I guess, sort of. Uh, things that tent poles to what the person wants with their relationship that would be a better examples of like, if you have anything that you know going into dating, you're a confident woman, you've went to six fucking kickboxing classes, you're feeling great about yourself, you're out there to find the man who deserves you, sure. Uh, what the fuck do you want and what don't you want? And don't, 
if you make that hard list, I mean, and smoking can change. You can yeah. totally change that. Yeah. But I've seen people who, who've taken things like, well, I mean, I don't really, it's not gonna, it's not gonna last. I mean, I'll just say this. I'm not going to go too deep because I don't know who's really going to listen to this in the circle of people that I know, but I know somebody who met somebody and on first meeting, like she or he introduced this person to me oh, and my man, wife. You're, you're, you need to make up names or something. Because you're going to get me super confused with this he, she, I, uh, she, z, zay. Z, zay, they introduced me to them. Uh, <laughs> uh, this chick introduced me to this dude, uh, to, to me and my wife. And we both kind of got to do like the, uh, like we're American Idol judges. Like, let's see what he can do. And we were not impressed. And it was bad. Just an interaction. Like this person did not interact with people uh, very well at all. Like he was probably the most socially retarded person I've ever met. Now, is that saying that it's a bad thing? Was he just really shy? Nah, he just had no empathy. He had no, like, he was not self-aware to a very, to a staggering degree. Uh, and and it bothered both, like, both of us were like, holy fuck, well, she's got to be thinking no. She compromised. And they, let's just put it this way, they're no longer together at all. Yeah, clearly. And they fucking hate each other. <laughs> and But they have a kid. Oh, and, nice. And, uh... They, 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 I just did so many things of their, their lives got woven together and now it's just a ball of tangled fucking mess that neither one of them can find their way out of completely. So it's like, don't fucking compromise at that level. Make sure that whoever you find that they are the one, the everything that you kind of fucking need. Yeah. Um, it sounds simple enough, but dude, I mean, try being a guy with a dick trying to direct the play like your dicks up there like a stage director going you know no 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 cut no this is what's happening next no fuck you you don't make decisions yeah i mean let your conscience be your guide not your dick and balls <laughs> yeah that's, that's been than... that's been a, a big big problem for me in the past so i totally Everybody. get what you're saying there uh i don't for me okay how long have you been married for uh, 13 no not not okay married. actually how long together. has been together for yeah let's do that we've been together for like 14 years okay so yeah you definitely got together before basically technology took over so all social interaction whatsoever so things are like let me school you now buddy put me in, put <laughs> me in the seat dog i'm ready for class to start in session i mean because things have changed in the sense that like now for one like I wouldn't know how to like go out and do that because I don't like doing most of the things people my age like to do. I don't like to go to clubs. I don't like to go to bars and drink. I don't. I don't do any of the shit. So like my life literally revolves around like I do a couple social things with friends. A couple, you know, some friends. I go to work, and then like I stay home and just like watch TV and stuff, or I'll go for like a drive. So there's not really a lot of places for for me to meet someone. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't even know where to begin you know what i I mean i feel you on that dude that does make that it makes sense because like you're like uh i'm just gonna say san diego california you know i kind of lump it all in with just being la i know it's not but i'm it's very it's it's very similar so i mean people very secluded people in bubbles like like new york's a foot traffic place where you bump into people and you meet a stranger every day and they're all just a friend you haven't met or a guy who's gonna tell you to go fuck yourself but uh, it's the same way up here. Everybody's kind of in cars, so you never really know. Actually, Brian and I just recently had this uh, discussion about how there's probably the same amount of crazy people in New York 
uh, or in any big city as there is in New York, you know, per capita, because you just, in other cities, you never see them. They're not forced to take public transportation and they're all in cars doing crazy bullshit. Yeah. So there, there's just as many crazy people out there. And to, to, to fucking try and navigate through that madness to try and find somebody is, uh, that's gotta be chaos. Yeah. You, so how do you meet somebody? Everybody's living their sort of their 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 lives are so, so linear in so many ways yeah it's just you- point a to point b to point you know and it, that's all it is and it, it i because i live in san diego and when i tell people that they picture oh man like you must live by the beach and it's fucking sunsets all the time and and i mean i mean it is in san diego oh, fuck i knew it was i fucking knew it right? this whole time but like in san diego like city it is, but I mean, we're a county, so there's a lot of like other things in San Diego that are nothing like that. We have mountains with snow, and we have a desert portion, and we have other shit. And I live like, I live inland, like in the mountains. Like I live in like this podunk little fucking town where people have horses, and they're like, "Fucking make America great again!" Like I live in the oh, middle shit. of that, you know. And I'm like 30 minutes away from what people picture as San Diego. So, I mean, so I don't have all that like, oh, I'm going to go stop by the fucking kale fucking bar and like take uh, yeah. wheatgrass I mean, shots and find, you know, maybe chat up some girls or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm going to stop by Central Perk and see if anybody needs a bun in their oven. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's not, there's it's not no like, yeah, there's like one coffee shop out here and you can't even sit inside because it's so fucking small. There's some outdoor seating and everyone that's out there is like. In their 40s or 50s, already married. If they're not, they're divorced and they're a fucking train wreck. And they're trying to raise, like, three kids while their husband is, like, shooting heroin behind the fucking gas station down the road. So, I mean, I don't, none of that really interests me. No, it, I, I, and, I, and I feel you on that. And I guess, like, okay, if you, if you have to force yourself into situations you normally wouldn't be comfortable in. I mean, the easy answer would be, well, don't do anything that wouldn't make you comfortable. But, like, you're saying, then you're not fucking meeting anybody. So, yeah. I guess. I'm not doing anything because I, like, I don't like most of the shit that people do. I don't go to clubs. I don't drink. I don't drink at all. Like, it's not that I don't drink. So, I just don't drink. So, I don't, I have no reason to really go into a bar. When I do, it's just to laugh at people who do drink. So, like. There's nothing, I, I don't do much, so, like... You know, you know. I, I think the the only thing I get, if I could play a little um, uh, unqualified fucking social doctor here. Yeah. Here's what I'd you. say. Here's, here'd be my best advice. Go to the places that you don't want to go to meet people. And it isn't some, you need to just step outside your bubble and be adventurous. I'm not saying that. Go to these places and find the chick who fucking hates being there as much as you are. The chick who is drug out by her friends to fucking try and do this, to have some Puerto Rican tr- fucking drizzle pre-cum all over the back of her fucking <laughs> Lululemons. Uh, I don't know what ma- Lululemons is, but that's funny. It's yoga pants. Oh. They're big up here. Oh, okay. big up here. Cold climate. Love the yoga pants. Uh, there's no size limit on yoga pants. Yes, there is, but nobody pays attention to them. Uh, that's that's an aside, but I guess that's the only way <laughs> you can do it. It's a public service announcement, almost. A little bit. I guess all you can really do is is look into what the where, where the fuck are like minded people going to be? Where are people who hate the same shit as you going to go? Are they going to try to go? Well, path of least resistance. I got to show up at fucking point A to try and they're going to go hopefully, home. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully Hopefully you end up with somebody who there who fucking hates it as much as you do. Find yeah. the chick nursing her eighteen dollar fucking drink 
for an hour and go, oh, she's not liking this. Yeah. That drink's not paid for yet. I, these, this is all fucking armchair quarterback advice, by the way. But I don't know what the answer is. I mean, in the in a world of dating where somehow like some form of social media, some app has been in, in, in introduced, how is that supposed to replicate organic interactions? Yet we're so separated by technology and by our own sort of directives, like the things we want to do. Everybody wants to accomplish somebody. We're all told we can be, do, fucking anything, so we're all trying to do it. That takes a lot of energy. Yeah. It does not leave a lot of wiggle room to meet a soulmate. And I think another one of the issues is because, you know, you get on these these dating sites and, you know, it searches, you know, geographically who's around you, and it's sometimes they pull on certain interests, but then you start to see, like, wow, there are literally thousands of fucking people just within 50 miles of me that are interested in somebody. And then, you know, you meet somebody, maybe you go out for, like, lunch a couple times. But, like, I think it's going to get to the point where, you know, if you start dating somebody, you're always going to have that thought where, like, what if, like, the next person I would have swiped right on would have been the one? You know what I mean? Like, because there's so many fucking people. And it's got to Everything's about the next best thing. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's better? Something out there's better. That's so fair. That's so. That's such an. That's such a really honest approach to it. That's exactly the way people would would, would view it with an app. And well, if she was good, the next one's going to be better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to double down. I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because when you had to meet people organically, it, those interactions happened so few and far between. If you would meet someone special, you would actually connect with them. You're like, wow, I connect with this person. This is special. But when you're going on dates that are kind of geared towards your interest, you're meeting somebody who's quote unquote special fucking once every week and a half, two weeks. And you're like, wow, like, what is this? You know? So then everyone's fucking special. And then you don't know who's the specialist. It just Jedi mind fucks. Yeah. You can't let algorithms get involved because like, you hear the old stories, and it's like, well, how did you meet Grandma? Well, you know, I uh, I came back from the Navy. Well, fuck, I'm out already, because you came back with that I'm-in-the-Navy body, and she probably swooned to you, and then you just batted the shit out of her until her interests matched yours. <laughs> I mean, realistically, you could get away with it. Let's yeah, be honest. exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of more shit. or less the story. <laughs> and I cheated on her eight times. Wink, wink. It's a wink for her. She never found out until she got Alzheimer's, and she forgets every day. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. You're evil, Grandpa. We all were. I call her by every woman's name I cheated on her with. She doesn't even know the difference. Ah, exactly. She's, uh, yeah, she thinks the vacuum cleaner. Did I tell you what she thinks the vacuum cleaner is now? Oh, this is going to blow your mind. <laughs> Holy fuck, Grandpa, you're evil. <laughs> she thinks it's a robot horse. I know, I know, I know. I should tell her. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm an optimist when it comes to... Uh, to like the finding of the someone. I, and I don't think it's one person out there. I think it's probably one in 1,000. Like it's probably, there's odds, but I don't yeah. think you're, there's one person. Yeah. Good, good, good God. Because I mean, if That's there was, like most people would have the shitty luck of like the one person lives in like North Korea. Exactly. And it's That's like, well, we're never going to get that person. Unless you want to yeah, go exactly. over there and get kidnapped and killed to get them, which I mean, is one person really worth all that? Eh, no, nah, no, nah, it's not. I'll settle for second best. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't mind a silver trophy. Hey, man. It still gets shelf space. Hey, if it keeps you out of North Korea, silver's fine. Bronze is fine. Fuck it. Like, Fuck just place. Bronze. That's all that matters. Just place. I'll take everything up to mahogany. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. And I guess that's all you can do. But, you know, um, it, with with the dating pool, it's, fuck, it's a, one of those really tough things. 
to really find find your way. And there's almost this line like that you're trying to cross over to find that special someone. And I've like I've always said if Brian were here right now, I'd tell him this. I'd say, you know what, oh, dude, that line. It kind of it does matter what side uh, that you're on, because because you want to be on the side where you found your soulmate and your companion, and that fucking that matters in a big way, dude. It in does, a fucking huge way. But I I would have said to Brian this too. I would have been like, but dude, it doesn't. I'll say this to you. It doesn't really matter though which side of the microphone you're on. I've always said that because everyone has a podcast. Outro. Outro. Baby. This has been episode 095 of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I want to thank Adam again for having me on his show. I want to thank everyone for listening and subscribing. If you would like to subscribe to the show, go to toeonthetrigger.com and hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of every new episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or wherever podcasts are available. You can also find the show on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. The show is also played on RadioVegas.rocks on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can go to toeonthetrigger.com slash support to keep the show going. I would love to get to know all of my listeners personally, so please do not hesitate to reach out on Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media by searching for Toe on the Trigger. If you like what you heard on Toe on the Trigger, then you might like some other podcasts, including Afterburn 739, The Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show, Gareth's Random Ramblings, The Bold and Belligerent Podcast, The Brand X Podcast, and The Story Behind. Do you have any questions for me or my guests? Any comment that you would like addressed on the show? There are many ways to reach out. You can email the show by going to toeonthetrigger.com and hitting the Take a Shot button, or you can email the show directly at takeashot at toeonthetrigger.com. You can also make your voice heard by leaving a voicemail at the Toe on the Trigger hotline at TOE 546-TOTT. That's 863-546-8688. If you like this podcast and you think that you want to spread the good word, please be sure to tell some friends about the show and encourage them to also reach out. For Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast, I am Daniel Ruppels, and until next time, keep your toe off of that trigger. That was like anytime there's a movie where a chick's being raped and she just lets Jesus take the wheel for the rest of the rape and just you see her eyes roll back and she's like, oh, yeah, she's not there. I mean, she, her body's there. She's not. Because um, for, for me, I feel like, fuck, sign me up. I'm going to talk about some sex. I think that's one thing our show lacks, or lacks is sex and sexiness. Oh, it's so awkward when Brian talks about sex. You're not wrong. <laughs> because I just <clears throat> I just imagine him just like getting it on and like doing weird, like awkward shit. Or, like saying I something weird. <clears throat> yeah, my dick is like a piece of t- turnip. What? <laughs> something fucking just what? This feels nice. <laughs> like something <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he'll say it like this feels nice. What yeah. are you talking like that? <laughs> exactly. Oh I mean I, I would, just for science, not for anything sexual, like, I'd love just to sit in the room while him and his wife just bang one out and just see how that goes. For nothing, gonna, again, no weird, no weird reasons. I, I feel you 100%. It would just be for science, dude.